Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, October the 21st, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Yud, Shin, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of might, and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, the dot, the atom, the fiery crown, the head, the top. Now, very, very short declaration today, but man, is it packed. You know, as I was meditating over that declaration this morning, I kept seeing a picture over and over and over again, and that was of an atom itself, and how at the very center of the atom is the nucleus. This nucleus was a little bit different from the ways that I've seen normal pictures of atoms, because this small nucleus in the center of that atom was ablaze, and it was a fire that just, it was almost an unquenchable fire, like the sun itself, that it was constantly burning and constantly glowing. But surrounding that, uh, that nucleus, there were these electrons, if you will. These electrons were, were on fire with the same fire that was burning inside of the nucleus itself, but they were spinning around and rotating around the nucleus, almost as if that the very power and the very connection of not only the fire, but also their movement was wrapped up inside of that center nucleus. And I saw it as a, as a really a fiery atom. And I began to think about that in relationship to, to today's declaration and the living letters that we're talking about today. Because good, we've talked about how it's, a, it's the smallest of all the living letters, but yet it's the one letter that's able to traverse the universe in a micro instant, as Oracle Teresa Bowen says. And it's also a letter that talks about the beginning and talks about, if you will, the, I don't want to use the beginning, Sorry, my apologies. There is no the in Hebrew. So when you see that word, especially like Barashit, Bara Elohim, it's not in the beginning, it is in beginning. That kind of brings a different connotation because that beginning can be the completion of something else and the beginning of something new. And there's so a new age, if you will, a new choice, a new place a new way of seeing things, a new perspective. All of these are wrapped up together as one. And that good is the beginning of all of that because it's the spark that, that begins the, the transformation. You see, think about it this way. Fire transforms. But did you realize that fire can also transfigure? Now, transfiguration literally talks about the place of making something far more beautiful than it was from its original state. Transformation really just talks about moving it from one type of matter, if you will, into another type of matter. And that's exactly what fire does. If you burn wood, it changes wood from the structure that it is into ash. And what's left behind is as a carbon type of ash that has been where the, where the really the fuel of that piece of wood has been totally consumed and its most basic element is left behind, and that of carbon. But you take that carbon, you put it under great pressure, you give it a period of time of that great pressure, and what happens? You open it up, and suddenly there's a beautiful diamond on the inside 
of that carbon. So you see, we've moved from transformation, from being changed from one form of matter to another into transfiguration. And you see, when we talk about the Yud, we talk about the place of not only transformation, but transfiguration. Why do you think that we're honoring today? I think above all that we're honoring the spirits of wisdom. Wisdom, the place of taking knowledge and then having the application of that into what we what we are seeing, what Yahweh is showing us. The spirit of wisdom herself being here with us to open up and allow us to see the, the greater depths, if you will, the face-to-face of Almighty Yahweh, the spirit of might. Now, anytime we see the word might, I begin to think of the Hebrew word chayl, where it's talking about the mighty man of valor and the, the, the virtuous woman in Proverbs 31. And that word might there, really, it's gavura, but it's we're talking about the, the very same thing because we're talking about a place of strength. We're talking about a place of standing up upright and being of, of, of having strong understanding, the strong, being strong in the Lord, really, being strong in Him. And then, of course, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of of really the, the place of us coming together and how we can talk with one another. We can share the treasure of one another. The spirit of counsel as we as we hear the spirit of the Lord and say, Yahweh, please show us where we need to go and how we need to do. Because the truth is, is that the truth is, is this. You guys haven't heard me talk much about uh, Moshe, but, you know, Mo- Moses or Moshe was when he first went to the fiery bush, the burning bush, if you will, you know, he he turned aside to look to see what was going on. And in the moment that he made the choice to turn turn and look to see what was going on, Yahweh spoke to him and said, take off your sandals because where you're standing is holy ground. And he began to speak to him out of that burning bush, that fiery bush. And as he did, he began a relationship with Yahweh that really had been unknown up to that point. Because see, it was it was the testimony of Moshe that he walked and talked with Yahweh just like one friend talks to another. There were no riddles, there were no mysteries, there were no secrets. He had given him the understanding, the wisdom, if you will, of and the counsel through his counsel of, of the time that they spent together. He had shown him the secrets and riddles and mysteries in that place. Well, would you believe if I said that that is exactly what he's done with us as well? He has given us the ability to to be able to look and to look into and find these riddles, these mysteries, and these secrets. And he has revealed these to his sons. We stand in that same place as Moshe did, as talking with Yahweh not only as a father, yes, I don't I want to honor that above all, but also that place of a friend, that place of, of the connection where we can talk face to face as one friend talks to another. But you see, Shin goes on and Yud is connected with Shin in that case. Shin goes on to talk about the fiery crown. Because in that place where Yahweh is, has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, and all, and has given us really the place of opening up his secrets and his riddles and his mysteries to us, then there's a place of understanding the authority that we have in him. 
And I know there's been many, many, many that have talked about the uh, the authority of the believer. And this goes right along with everything that they have talked about. I want to honor those great men that have gone before that have talked about who we are as sons and the great authority that we have. But let's continue on because I believe there's even more. Yahweh is helping us to pull down the veils of religion that have we've put up that have kept us from seeing the fullness of the understanding of all of this. I was talking to a good friend of mine and they were talking about, you know, one kind of unique situation with Adam, specifically in the garden. Because the, the scripture really says that Adam didn't speak during the whole process of when Eve had been confronted by the snake, if you will, and had begun to eat of the uh, of the app of the excuse me of the apple of the fruit the forbidden fruit it's not the apple <laughs> all right but he uh, he remained silent and this is something that Doctor O I believe had talked about and I want to honor him in this in this revelation but I find it interesting because what they said was that really Adam remained silent because he knew that the words that he spoke would create. And that right there is enough to just begin to understand the full authority of what was going on and the full authority of who we are as sons. And so the fiery crown is that place where we, it's just, it's almost a sobering place because it's a place where literally the crown of fire is placed on our heads. So if you think about it in that perspective alone, the fact that the crown is, is, is on fire there's a place of the burning up of the, the junk inside of our minds because it's placed, the crown is placed on top of our head. And so if you will, it's not only the place of burning up the dross and burning up the, the wrong thoughts or the, the thoughts that diminish us and say that we don't have authority, that we don't have the authority that Yahweh has given us, burning those things away, but yet at the same time, creating a, a place of protection where our mind is protected by that fiery crown but it's also the ability to create. It's the head, the top, the beginning, if you will. Resh talks about being separated unto holiness. One of the things that I see when I see holiness is I see the fire and the passion of Almighty Yahweh burning inside of us, also burning up the dross. Also, you know, just to, matter of fact, the living letter Resh ends with the shin. So it ha it talks about even the letter itself talks about fire. So let's go there in being the fullness of what Yahweh has called us to be.